Welcome back to Fortitude, everyone. Brenton Payne, J.W. Wilson, welcome to the Captex Bank studio. We are Fortitude. A studio um, for the ages. Studio for the ages, indeed. One still under construction. What does that mean, even? I don't know. Enlighten us, please. No idea. Okay. You've been watching that Johnny Depp trial? I have not. It is pure bliss. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And a friend of mine and I were talking about it. It was like, because we are going to talk about crime, and they're in a court. I don't know if it's a court of crime or whatever, but it's probably civil court. But uh, court of crime, they don't even have that <laughs> criminal court. Um, you know, it's like, what is the what's the point in all the media coverage of this trial? Is there some type of, like, public um, benefit? Spectac- spectacle. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's for advertising, I mm-hmm. guess, you know. Okay, back to it. Are you sure? Yep. Whenever you're ready, sir. Already. So today, BP, these two cats uh, are going to uh, introduce something new to the to the uh, Roxo Media House. But before we get into that, we're going to introduce each of them individually. Okay. To my left is a guy named John Henry. John Henry is the executive editor for Fort Worth Inc. and he's a writer for Fort Worth Texas Magazine. Did I get that right? Fort Worth Magazine. Yeah. Fort Worth Magazine. Oh, the applause. Huh? Yeah. There it is. Of course. Deservedly Zer- we'll so. It. You've done a lot oh. of really cool stuff in your in your uh, literary career. Uh, tell us a little about yourself, John, before we get into why you two are hanging out with us today. Well, I am a uh, Fort Worth native, born and bred down at uh, Harris Hospital, which probably everybody else who's ever been born in Fort Worth, Texas is. Uh, there were probably some home births at some point. I, I don't think everyone. Had- Bathtubs <laughs> and stuff, yeah. Just kidding you, John Henry. Keep going. <laughs> anyway... Uh, what school here? What school at Texas Tech? I know that's probably not the uh, best thing for. It's quite okay. No, that's yes. good. Yes, that's good. Well, good his, his, his wife probably high loves that. I went to Nolan Catholic High oh, School. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. glad. Yeah, basketball team. I was on a basketball team. Do yeah. they have a good one then? Yes. Yes. Back to back state runner ups. No kidding. runners up. I remember around that era. That's what Nolan was really good. Um, they hadn't really hit the football. I don't think. I mean, was did you play no. Nolan in, in yeah. from a TVS? Did you play them? We did in high school. We did. Were they good? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if they had like risen as much. I do remember the basketball. In TV my four, in my four years, uh, we won four games. I wouldn't call Excellent. that success though. Out of uh, how many? They, they played ten. They played ten every year. <laughs> oh yeah, ten. I think so. That's yeah. not a very so John. So John Henry, season. must digress a little bit real quick. When did, so you were growing up in Fort Worth, Nolan High School. When did writing become something you were interested in? Uh, probably when I was in college. I was a history major and did a ton of writing. Okay. And uh, discovered I really, really loved it. And uh, so I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to do this newspaper career when I got out of school, uh, which is what I did. I started out as kind of an editor at uh, Star-Telegram and editor and writer and then I did more editing then I did more writing and then when uh, I left there the first time um, I was the Sunday editor in sports okay and then uh, I went back to write Uh, I was rehired to cover the city of Fort Worth 
for the Star-Telegram. I did that for a couple of years. Uh, and then uh, went about went on my own again as a freelancer and contractor um, simply because I had more freedom to do uh, projects. Uh, and then uh, the great Hal Brown called me up and uh, asked me about this job with Fourth Inc., which I've been there since uh, last fall. Okay. What were the like some of those freelance projects? You're covering the city of Fort Worth, and then what other stuff would you kind of do? Shoot. Uh, my, my favorite project is uh, was religion. Uh, well, the what was a religion project. It was uh, Pope Benedict, the Pope you might be familiar with at some mm. point in time. We've heard of him, yes. Yeah. Uh, he created this. Uh, He's coming up next, John Henry. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's stay on task. He's getting yeah. up the stairs. Is that uh, His vehicle. He's got that, that double decker. Cole, will you make yeah. sure the Pope has yeah. a water? Yes, oh, and it, that his vehicle is charged or gassed up. But anyway, uh, there was a schism within the Episcopalian Anglican Church, and he created this pathway for Anglican Church, Anglican churches, to come into the Catholic Church. Now the significance of that is that you you know you're kind of yawning right now I can tell but no I'm you're using these words like schism like I, 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 only a writer could interject that at the perfect moment. But like the, you did. the significance of this is that mm-hmm. it was the most comprehensive step to reunification since Martin Luther in fifteen whatever mm-hmm. that was fifteen forty nine or ninety four whatever four yeah. four hundred something years yeah so uh, there was this whole process and of course the the uh, the center of this was in Fort Worth, Texas, because of uh, of uh, Iker, uh, Bishop Iker's split um, here in Fort Worth, Texas, and so it was ground zero was right here. So wow. that's why we got to do it. Oh, that's great! So yep. what did it get published in? Uh, Catholic News Service in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, North Texas Catholic here. Yeah. Are you Catholic? I am. Yeah. So yeah. was was it hard to be unbiased in it? No. No. I've never had that problem. Yeah. People think they know who I am politically, but it's like, you know, listen, the door opens and the door closes. Yeah. You're a professional, ultimately. You're not a Republican or Democrat. I can't say that for everybody. But yep. Right. Yeah. John Henry, what's me. the life like of a person in your in your profession what are you are you always on in on the hunt for something to write about is it does this come to you what's it always like? sniffing for a story yeah okay. always got her always got a nose out uh, a lot of people think that happens at the bar and sometimes it does but mm-hmm. but uh no always looking for a good story storytellers storytelling is ultimately what the job is i'm guessing that's what led you to the gentleman to your left exactly so uh, what sniffing yeah. around a bar yes that that <laughs> among other things Perhaps. yes correct <laughs> Welcome exactly to the show so. your, to your partner, your new partner, Mr. Uh, retired Sergeant Jake White of the Fort Worth Police Department. Welcome, Jake. Thank you. You've been on the show before, which we had lots of success with your show. It was fascinating, some of the stuff you've dealt with in your in your life. Tell us a little bit about that and then how the two of you guys found each other. I'm following up the Pope story, so this is <laughs> going to pale in comparison. Are you Catholic, so, too? No, I'm not. Thanks for asking. That. Oh, no, I was going to see I if it's a biased it. article. I was going to just no. gut check uh, John Henry. <laughs> no, so I retired in uh, earlier this year, beginning of uh, 2022. You don't seem old enough to be retiring, Jake. Yeah, I left a little early. It was just time to go. Right. Ready ready to move on you and do something young, though, different. Too. Like, how old were you, this rookie cop? Uh, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, young man grew up doing right? it, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that I really grew up, but yeah, I was young when I started. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and you needed the money and I needed the money. That's correct. <laughs> I think I went down the wrong road, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, John and I, uh, got together and going to announce our little project coming up. How'd you, how'd you guys meet first? So literally at the bar. That's <laughs> and, not a and joke. He, did, did he buy you a drink? Did you buy no, him a drink? What? I say it was over a shot of crystal light. Okay. The drink. <laughs> crystal meth or crystal light? Light. Okay. The flavor enhancer, oh, if oh, you yes. will. Okay. You didn't turn to your wife and say, I believe that's the guy who wrote that piece on the Pope and the <laughs> Fort Worth being the ground no, zero of no. the Catholic Actually, I didn't. diocese. Was I didn't. he on the bar talking about the Pope story and how everybody yeah. should be reading this? Yeah. He has legend a legendary joke. We're not going to get into it here, but he does have a legendary joke. But no, he wasn't. It was over a shot of crystal light to flavor my beverage, if you will. And okay. So one thing led to another. We start talking and we start talking about this crime stuff and come up with an idea. And here we are. The idea, yeah. Signal 51 Chronicles. Yep. What is Signal 51 Chronicles? So Signal 51 Chronicles is a true crime podcast about crimes in and around Fort Worth. Outstanding. Yep. There it is. That's a little late, it is. but better late than never. Thank you for that addition, Britton. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Our lives are um, now richer. Did, did Were we already doing, I mean, not like, I, I knew you at the time when right. you guys had first met. Had we already been doing ours or you guys, it was like before then and then you. No, I think you guys had already started. Yeah. Yeah. And then, because I, I know that you had mentioned that before. Had you ever had an interest? Did you ever write crime stories before? I've, I've, criminal courts. I've done criminal courts before. Okay. Yeah. Not um, crime court, I think I was, believe was the way that I referenced Court of it. crime, <laughs> I believe. Court of crime. Yeah, court of court crime. Of, court of crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you did. I have, did some court of crime, yes. Yes. And um, did you enjoy that kind of writing? Because a lot of your stuff is, it is based on just one individual, it seems like, or you know generally and so um that was something that you liked i loved it i loved it uh clearly audiences love it i I think you know i think so too and uh you know it's kind of this in addition to the examination of the crime itself there's also the examination of the human condition and what leads perpetrators to to get in the position where they are to commit these crimes yep yeah like there's a lesson for society as a whole yeah so and yeah and you probably got a little bit of that uh life lesson going and coming from your background right on a daily yeah basis. yeah yeah definitely and i think that's one of the cool things about what we're doing is getting you know getting john's perspective on things right yeah. and, and being able to tell that story i mean it's easy to get up and talk about you know whatever crime whatever story you want to but composing it mm-hmm. there you know it, it's interesting seeing his take on it and how it's composed and you know, it it almost you know it looks different on paper, if you will, like when we write things out. Right. But when you tell it, I mean, they're great. Yeah, Britain's right. There is a huge thirst in the world for crime podcast in general. Yeah. And now you guys are doing one that's Fort Worth centered, Fort Worth Metroplex centered. Yeah. Any of the crimes you're ta- you're talking about involve you ever? Are you? Yeah. So we've got uh we've got the first three uh we've obviously got the first one done. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones that we're going to do is a case that I worked. Um, and you know, with it being a true crime podcast, a lot of times people think it's just a murder podcast, right? right? Well, that's not what this one's going to be. Obviously, there are going to be some that involve murders, but we've also got ones that involve um 
drug conspiracies, overdose deaths, things like that, serial criminals, if you will. Not Interns on the TCU campus that might have gotten picked up for some misdemeanor. No, nothing like that. No, nothing okay. like that. Um, what, what, what is the first the first one you mentioned? Can we tell we talk we tell the, the the story or tell the uh, the crime that was committed or at least the story? So I think the overall it's going to be a domestic related. It's, it's about a, uh, a, high, a high profile individual in Fort Worth who takes on a younger paramour and it ends in uh, tragedy. Okay. Will we get everything from beginning to finish, how it ends, how the crime was ultimately solved, the whole, the whole nine yards? You right? will. Yeah. No, we'll, 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 we're going to step into the interrogation room on, oh, the, wow. on, this, on this particular case and, uh, and uh, see the detective wear this guy down. Uh, the perpetrator, the alleged perpetrator, mm -hmm. and uh, I think I think uh, you and the, the the audience at large will be fascinated by it. I can't wait to hear it. I think what, a lot of people are um, excited. What's been kind of the the biggest thing that you guys have discovered about either working together and doing this, or let me back up. Let me ask the question first. What was the intent of getting together and doing this? Um, like, there's got to be something more than just retelling a story of crime. Like, is there something? Uh, that kind of you all said we could do it and we could do it differently by. I think there was, I think there's two things that we looked at. One, we want to tell the stories that aren't always told here, right? Mm -hmm. Some, so many of the crimes that we discussed, they may have been a quick, you know, blurb in the newspaper or on the news or something like that, but those are the ones that we're going to dive into. The first point. The second point, we're also highlighting the fact and we want to incorporate resources involved in it because ultimately, um, you know, when you look at, when you look at a criminal act, criminal behavior, whether it be through a drug addiction or some kind of, you know, domestic related, domestic violence related case, something like that, there are resources available. And we also want to have, we, we want to make that avenue available to people and make them recognize that they're likely not the only one in that position. Right. So that's, you know, I think ultimately those were the two primary goals that we looked at was, you know, just simply, you know, giving back in a different way. You know, what, yeah. you know, if that's offering resources or at least linking people up with resources. Yeah. Will you be sharing your sergeant hat thoughts on these crimes and how you, one might see them through the lens of a police sergeant? Or is are you just strictly being a storyteller if, if that's a... No, so that that's, a, that's an interesting question you bring up because when we look at these, it's difficult. You know, after 22 years, mm -hmm. that's really the only hat I have when it comes to crime, right? Yeah. So it's a different... You know, I don't want to say that you know, we try to be neutral, clearly, but, you know, I mean, I'm going, I'm going to look at it through the cop lens. There's no doubt about it. And that's one of the things that we talk about and one of the things that we discuss and kind of, you know, um, frame it in, in the sense that, you know, this is why the detectives are taking this step or this is, you know, potentially why this happened or how the police responded, et cetera. And, and, and I think that really does, Brenton, you asked what sets it apart. I think that's really one of the things that sets it apart mm -hmm. is, we have here an officer of, you know, more than 20 years uh, who has a base of knowledge through training and experience. Um, and he's able to share that perspective on these crimes through that base of knowledge. And of course, it'll be even more fascinating when we get into the cases that he's that he's worked mm -hmm. yeah. um, to, to, to step to step in those shoes as an officer. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, Jake worked in the drug, you know, arena, and I had heard this 
and you always hear this many times from police is that I mean, drugs run it, you know, I mean, it's kind of the genesis for almost all crime that I mean, that there, there's a component in maybe absolutely. Talk about that. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't want to attach a percentage to it in regards to, you know, X number percent of crimes caused by it. But it's it's huge. It's significant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it goes to show that what we're doing now as society doesn't work. All right. There's got to be a, a different solution, I would suspect. Um, what that is, I don't know. I don't know that I'd be sitting here if I did have the answer to that, but yeah, I mean, 100%, that's the cause of, you know, when you look at the murder rate in Fort Worth right now, through the roof high, higher than we've seen it in the last 30 years, Mm -hmm. I would suspect, and what some of the things that I know that the vast majority of them are drug deals gone wrong, or there's Mm -hmm. some kind of nexus to that drug world or gang world, which they're so closely uh, uh, intertwined. It's hard to separate. Fair. So yeah. John Henry, why do you think people are so ravenous about crime and wanting to know, like you, we've heard of the dirty John, which became a podcast then became a, a series. Yeah. And then Dr. Death, the guy in Dallas that was performing fraudulent surgeries on people, multiple people and that. Now that's a big deal. Why are people so ravenous about pot crime I, podcasts? I think it's because we relate to, in some way we relate, to these cases, um, just because we're all here, we're, we're all part of this community we call Earth, we call Fort Worth, um, and and we're all, we all have these human conditions. And I think we a lot of us look at these cases and go, you know, there but by the grace of God go I. You know, this I could have either run into this person, or I could be the perpetrator if something doesn't right. go right. Right. I guess maybe from listening to you over year, the years, we're all, you know, just the wrong circumstances from being involved in something, unfortunately. Right. You know, God forbid that happens to any of us, but if you're in the wrong place at the right time, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're doing the right thing. You just might be unlucky. And then, fortunately, these things happen from every everyday perspective. So. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, from what you guys do in this first one, you think we're, as a society, closer to those moments than we've ever been before? And that's part of the fascination is that um that we're we're kind of gravitating towards that uh th- a little bit well i i don't i don't know but i i know that there's also this human instinct of fight or flight and so yeah. we put ourselves we put ourselves in the middle of these stories and we almost have to make a decision while mm-hmm. we're watching or listening to this fight or flight you know yeah you, you come it's very instinctive you know that came up um when we've talked about this first one and stuff is just it's crazy how many decisions you make when you're looking at that phone on nobody is saying you need to listen to this right like no one is you know got i hate to use this analogy but gun to your head saying you've got to listen there's that decision to delve deeper and and do that and i don't think anyone is really measuring those decisions you know in in, in what we're doing with that. I mean, it's a very curious thing and where I think everyone's very, becomes more and more curious. But I also think that some of the subjects that we're exploring are, they're dark, you know, and uh, they're they're very heavy. Uh, and have you guys thought about, obviously you're pretty callous towards it, but I don't know about you, John, I mean, managing some of that because you're going to see parts of humanity that maybe aren't, aren't the prettiest. And you I, know. I, I will say, I think there was, I, I saw two interesting things happen on this first one that we did. There's uh-huh. going to be a part of it uh, that's graphic mm-hmm. and getting to see your reaction and your reaction. John and I. Uh, did you tell him about mine? I, to- I asked you not to tell him about mine. 
No, I did, I'm going. I'm about to tell them about yours. Uh, okay, I'll tell yeah, everybody just, about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. watching watching John's reaction because we're we're going through this case at the same time together, and this graphic part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think it's safe to say we both kind of froze. Whoa! This yeah, is yeah. way deeper, way darker mm -hmm. than what we were prepared for. We're clicking a file on a computer, right? We don't know what's going to come up in terms of audio. And I mean, it, it, it's dark. And then playing it for you, I forced Brenton in his front yard. I'm like, you got to hear this, man. I was like, you have to hear this. And he's like, I don't know. Is it bad? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Did he faint? He but made it. No, he didn't faint because he lasted a at what five seconds into the audio and that was it you have to understand where i come from my friday nights exist where my wife is watching like how to kill your husband on 2020 or dateline and it's like what are you i can't watch it you and know, she's enjoying it at, yes mm -hmm. and then at 3 a.m when i'm like wide awake you know going i don't know why i'm wide awake and i'm fearful of my for my life you know but, by the way his wife is a sponsor of your show now i just got a call earlier <laughs> oh great yes, great yes, okay yes. good i'm glad you followed through with that no we're making we're making light of certain things right. that are i mean you know i've got to think for you john henry to not having the the background of that and and some of the stories that you've written are the real high points of athletes lives and things like that like this these beautiful kind of like putting these things together and then you get to these types of subjects and you're like my goodness you know this is a, a much different look at things yeah well and the 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 audio that he's talking about um it, it did give me pause uh because it was so very powerful mm -hmm. um and so my journalist brain went straight to where the, the ethics of this you know should, yeah. should, should we what what is our responsibility to our listeners and to our community at large here in Fort Worth, Texas, mm -hmm. to um, playing this, and um, uh, we also we talked about it in depth, and uh, ultimately we we decided it was uh, so integral to the story that you had to play it, um, and that and then ultimately it it serves the purpose we're trying to drive, which is uh, awareness of domestic violence mm -hmm. in this case. Mm -hmm. And and then hopefully the awareness of it, then action can be taken ultimately. Sure. Right. right. Will we be hearing about any of the high profile cases over the years, like the Colin Davis or the, mm -hmm. is the Tatiana Jefferson, which the trial is coming up here in, in a, uh, this month? Does that kind of stuff ring your guys' bell or is, does it go, is it more obscure cases or do we talk about anything that, uh, is is worthy in your minds. So as we as we kind of hash this out, you know the framework behind it. We're we want to more of our focus is going to be on the crimes where the story has not been told. Okay, because some of those stories are just as fascinating for whatever the reason is, whatever was in the news cycle at the time, it didn't get the coverage, and not everybody knows about it. Mm -hmm. When you look at them, when you look at the facts as a whole, you know many of them are are very similar. So, like I said, we're going to focus on the ones that have not necessarily been told. Perhaps there will be a time where we do one of the high-profile ones. Uh, unfortunately, um, we have a, a notebook chocked full of stories that haven't been told already. So, uh, And I say unfortunately because, again, I mean, it's, it's a dark subject. There's no doubt about it. 
and I think uh, JW two and and reverence or no, and as it concerns your question, um, you know we have we have we have various platforms to tell stories. We're we'll have an online presence to that will blog, and I would imagine some of those instances it probably will be more current events right. mm-hmm. that we do. We're very excited. How often will we see your podcast drop? So our goal is dropping every Thursday. Every once Thursday. Once a week. Once a week. Yep. Wow. That's a tall order. That's and a you'll tall have order. some like one story that'll be a couple parts, right? Correct. That yep. maybe I think you kind of break them up. The, the vast majority are they're in depth. So mm-hmm. they're certainly gonna be multiple parts to each one. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four, five. It it just depends on the story. Yeah. You know what day yet you're dropping? Is there a particular day of the week or we do. May 19th. May 19th. Yep. Beautiful. Okay, so May 19th, Signal 51 Chronicles. Uh, where can they find it? Going to be on all of the podcast platforms. Um, we are going to have our, we'll announce all of our website, social media sites uh, coming up. Roxo Media House uh, obviously will, will house you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk about you guys a lot. Yep. Well, I, I, for one, I cannot wait because I know a little bit of, I've talked to you guys, but some of this is fascinating stuff and it's, it's, it's in there. Like you said, it's heavy, but, yeah. but when you know, when you know the story without all the details, it, it, it does make it a lot more real when you hear some of the things that you guys are going to share. So yeah, really appreciate you guys. And we're, we're excited for this. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Happy thank tech you. to be here. Thank you guys. Thanks for cap tech bank. We appreciate you guys making this whole thing real for us. John Henry, Jake White, Signal 51 Chronicles. See you guys soon. Thank you guys. Thanks. Fortitude for us.